Canadian talk. All right, here we are back again for episode 11 of Canadian talk. And we have Nigel in town again. Uh, we brought him in because the last episode was so capture captivating. And we had some things that we wanted to finish up talking about. Um, Nigel is one of my friends from engineering that uh, has some particularly good takes on things that I like to talk about. Current events, global unrest, uh, uh, you know, global warming, religion. All the stuff that I standardly talk about because nobody else talks about it because it makes them lose their job. So uh, here we are again with Nigel Ferrigno. Nigel, uh, Nigel, Nigel, the Englishman. Um, uh, so, Nigel. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing today? Not bad. How are you doing? Not bad. No. I'm doing good. Really. Weather's nice. Oh, it's gorgeous. I can't wait to get the bike over. Yeah. Can't wait to go to that lake. Yeah. Um, we're so lucky in Saskatchewan. Like, I, I think that nobody realizes how good it is here like a lot of people want to go to bc like you were already talking about vancouver oh, yeah. and I, that's great there. Love it's it's nice there. there it's beautiful there but there's people around i there's know always it's people around crowded. in saskatchewan you go you can drive three hours north and there you can just park your truck in a bush i don't know if you know about this but like you can just that dude just go north park near a lake you can hop in the lake with some soap you can sleep <laughs> sleep in a tent like oh man i love hiking i do yeah. chill, like multi-day hikes mm -hmm. i'm doing one next month like there's people yeah you do do the hiking hey oh, yeah, and you like it. you post about uh like the rock types and stuff and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah no i love my favorite thing to do is just to drive north um oh man do i love it too because we're so we're the worst province like we have the least amount of people uh you drive north and the highway starts to go like this like the good highway starts to go like this oh are you going to manitoba are you going to manitoba i'm gonna verge i'm gonna verge east i'm gonna verge east and you're like no no i want to keep going up here so the main highway yeah the main highway starts to take you up to uh is it is it flin flon i think it's flin flon and uh what you do is you take a left and you start going up north and when you take that left man you've been north you you fall yeah yeah you fall you fall out of service and it's beautiful it's a crazy place it doesn't look like southern sask at all yeah yeah, it's wrong. So problem. I love to go up there, and I, I take the truck out there, and I put a piece of plywood up on my rack, and I set the tent up on the truck, and uh, just I cast the fishing rod off the top of the truck and into the water. So it's like a it's like deck fishing right off the uh, right I, off the dock. I, I don't like boats; like they're just there's more of a headache in my opinion. I find break that, off another thousand. That's yeah. what it stands for. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Break off another thousand. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of like shore fishing. I have I have just as much success shore fishing as I do boat fishing. The funny thing is, I find whenever I boat fish, I all anybody who I boat fished with, they always end up trolling towards the shores anyway. And it's like, oh, over here, over here. Okay, well we're at the shore. We could have done this from the shore. So why are we wasting our time? So uh, yeah, I love Saskatchewan for that. I love just going up into the north end and. Uh, I, I just love it here. It's, it's just unfortunate that we only get to like live our lives six months out of the year because winter is harsh and I don't like skidoo and it's boring to be honest with. But like maybe I can get into. It. I just it's just the winter makes everything a pain in the ass. Like it's just it's just difficult to live and exist. Here's my so first fuck alone. Here's my first contradiction of the podcast. Oh. I agree with you. I do. I do. I, I agree with that. That eighty percent of people agree with what you just said. Yeah, yeah probably. But 80% of people, more than 80% of people are soft as fuck. Okay. So I, I actually feel that our winters aren't that harsh. And I, I like that it keeps people away. 
you can go up north any time of the year but six months of the well, year it's amazing yeah yeah but it's just like the, 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 the tougher or a breed of person yeah. who knows how to buy a few more sets of clothes just put them on well when our fucking boys went overseas like i was there at fucking like france like normandy landing and shit like the like my unit the regina rifles they actually had to get like called to come back like hey you pushed the line too far forward we can't keep up to you we have to bring you guys back and it's because they're all fucking farmer johns they're tough as fucking nails yeah they're like keep right? going our, our yeah. job is to keep going let's yeah. keep going like, that's hey, awesome come back come back you're too far forward that's awesome to hear man i like to i like to liken that to like d-day i like to think that that's what I mean. if that we, without D-Day. without canadians that being involved oh you're talking about d-day that was on D-Day. oh i thought you were talking that's about i thought you were talking about something happened no, recently the royal general that's what i was just I was, about to say that that's so that, funny I that i thought of that. that beach in france i saw where they were that's cool I, I, picture see that's why i got confused because you were talking about yourself yeah in, in back then i'll bet i was just about to say that i'll bet that's why d-day was so successful was because canadians were involved yeah, um, Omaha. That was, that was the U.S. Yeah. side. We, we were at Juno Beach. Yeah. You know, you know it's Canadian soil there, like legally. No, I didn't know we, that because they have um they have like a, like a Parks Canada thing there. Hmm. Like it's, it's literally Parks Canada because it's Canadian soil. So Parks Canada. That's so funny. Like Canadians. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, they have like a yeah. whole like. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, just to continue with yeah, the yeah. with the Saskatchewan thing. I uh, I love it that I and I don't know if this is technically illegal. So, but whatever. Like I mean, if you're a resident, just go ahead and do it. Like if you're not from here, probably fuck off. Yeah. But uh, that was me on the beach there. Right near the, that's uh, oh, our nice. army. You look like, like you look like a tourist. Oh yeah, no, that's my tattoo. Is that insignia? Yeah, man. Oh nice. Yeah, nice, man. Nice, nice. Yeah. Cool. Okay, good to know that. So that's your tattoo. Dusty will want to hear about that when he listens, because he's a big tattoo guy. Oh, yeah. He's uh, from a different podcast here in the city. Basically, the only other podcast that does what we do. Interesting. Uh, can you believe that there's only one other one? <laughs> yeah, Basketoon Metro about three hundred. Yeah. Shit. Um, yeah, he's big into into tattoos. Um. Yeah, I bet I bet that was why Normandy was so successful. Shit, I forgot, forgot what I was talking about. Beach, France, D Day, Normandy. Tough Saskatchewan. Oh yeah, yeah, with um Saskatchewan. Winters. Um like I think that the rule what what is the law on that? Uh, I think that like even just on a on a government infrastructure like a highway or in a ditch, like if you just pull off to the side, I think that you're allowed to stay there for up to seven days, uh, and it's legal. Yeah, so, or, or it might be 48 hours, but just like you can go anywhere up in northern Saskatchewan and all the lakes, no, they're not claimed. Like you can go up there and just park by a lake and just stay there for two days. And, you, them are and that's what I mean. So people, they, they, res, they make reservations at like a, at a campground, they go and stay in a campground. That's great. But if you, if you're okay with pooping in the you woods, can, you can rub, there's a lot of ways to rub it. If you're okay with showering in the lake, you can camp for free here. Like, I don't know why people are going and paying $50 a night for an electrified site when you can pull Those off. Those are hikes that I do. They see that. See? So, yeah, like so, like the West so you don't have a car with you. I like to have a car with me because I like to have my electricity, hook up my my oh, my yeah. inverter and my solar panels. But you can, you can stay anywhere for free. Like that, that Coleman. Oh, I got it folded up. But do you have a, like a Coleman grill? You got to be somewhere? Yeah, I completely forgot that today's Father's Day. I have to drive to Regina. Oh, okay. okay. Well, no, but the, uh, supper's not till 4, so I have an hour or two. Yeah. Yeah, no, today's Father's Day. I thought that was the kind of the solidarity that we were we were sharing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I, I, I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a dad either, so that's why this is like a great day for us oh, to do a podcast. So, uh, yeah, solidarity, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, like you can you can basically camp for free in Saskatchewan, which I love a lot, and uh, I don't really like having people around while I'm camping. Like if oh, I'm no, it, it ruins it for me. Yeah, if you need to fish, if you there's one other guy beside you while you're fishing, I, I mean, I know he's not taking your fish, but it's fucking annoying. Here's one thing I don't get: uh, it's the whole like 
trailer thing, like camper trailer, all those things. Like my, I, I watched my 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 mom go through today. You know, spent thirty grand on a trailer. Thirty grand, yeah. There's some people that spend eighty. And it was nice, and it was pain, and it, but but it's just it's just a pain in the ass because now you have to have to have a truck to be able to pull places, and then they paid fifteen hundred bucks for their site at Echo Lake, which is like forty five minutes, and it's a shit lake, and they're, you're surrounded by other people, and it's just packed. Dude, like, my par- my par- my parents almost bought a, a seasonal site at Echo Lake. Yeah, it's the fucking worst thing ever. And then yeah. you have, it's like a pain in the ass to get there. And it's not even that nice. Like, yeah. and I was thinking too, like, I kind of told them too. Like, I think they kind of realized that. I was like, mom, like. Your lake is not as nice as the northern lakes. Not even that. Like, for, not even close. For 30 grand, I could spend that money a lot better than buying a trailer. Like, the two of you yeah. could spend five grand on a trip yeah. six times. Yeah. Dude, can I tell you, can I, uh, can I, that's, that's a good story. That's, I, I hear you. I hear the numbers. Can I tell you a little bit about how I've helped my parents with numbers? Oh, yeah. Tell them. Because they actually trust me quite a bit, but it's been a lot of work. But uh, so we had we had a cabin at a lake called Martin's Lake. Okay. It's right by Echo Lake. Cool. Um, it's about an hour out of the city, and um, we had a cabin there. They had worked their whole life to get this cabin, but they only spent uh, eighteen thousand dollars. That's so, cheap. So they bought our cabin for eighteen thousand dollars, and uh, I won't give you the. You know what? I got time. I'm going to give you the whole story. So we had bought a cabin for $18,000. It was a nice big lot, lakefront. Uh, and, uh, you know, I helped them maintain it, helped them fix it up. We ended up building a new cabin on the same lot in front of it. Mm-hmm. And, and then I had told them, because we, 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 we had two lots. There was our lot and then an empty lot beside us. Okay. We, we didn't break down that. I'll tell you more about that. Uh, they had an option to buy the second lot beside us for only $10,000 more. They didn't. Some gomer ended up buying it and no. built built a skyscraper beside us. It blocked a little bit of our view, but not all of it. Our lot was still very good, lakefront. And so we had our old cabin and we have our new cabin that we built for, I think we spent about fifty to $80,000 building it. Beautiful big cabin. And so and so now we're in for about $100,000 on this lot. That's a good price though. So um, old cabin's still there. Municipality comes and tries to tell us to, to tear down the old cabin. And I've talked about this on previous podcasts. But uh, but uh, this is actually I was I was in my first year engineering at the time, and they were, they came to the cabin and said, hey, you got to tear it down because of structural deficiencies, and uh, I I fought them in court and I won. Oh yeah, and, I, uh, I love that. I love sticking yeah, to the man. Fuck yeah, them. Yeah. So Who are you? Fuck so you. so yeah, we 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 detached the electricity and uh, we we're like, no no, this is our this is our shed. Just leave us alone. We can have both because it's a small cabin. We're just going to use it as a unattached storage room yeah, it's like floating we don't want like it to that. go anywhere just let it sit there and we'll, we'll if we want to take it down we'll take it down in our own time quit giving us orders yeah so yeah I, I dispelled all that and that was a big confidence builder for me when i was in engineering <laughs> but uh so yeah there's that one and uh what was i talking about though saskatchewan lakes yeah saskatchewan lakes that was our cabin Cold winter. and uh oh financial help that i had told them yeah so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. so we have this cabin we've only invested about a hundred thousand into it they put it on the market because a couple of years ago they wanted to sell it, and uh, they were trying to sell it for um, two ninety. Oh shit! That's and a lot of money. Uh, it's a lot, and people and the market for cabins up above two hundred thousand oh, yeah. is very tricky. It has to be perfect. Yeah, They're exactly what the person wants. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but what what they ended up having was they weren't and they weren't having any success. They tried selling it for like half a year, and. Uh, they had this person that they came across on Facebook who was like, hey, I'll trade you this, this house. I'll trade, trade you this house in downtown Saskatoon. Oh, shit. On 4th Ave. But it's, no but way. It, it's a house that sells for about one... It's a, it's a house that sells for about 230 
So it's about 700 square feet, just a small 1920s house okay. on a relatively small lot. It's maybe 25 feet wide, 100 feet long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know exactly where The 4th Ave, if you know where Mayfair Sports I, is. I used to live on it. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. so right there. Um, and yeah, so they, they traded... They traded, so I, they weren't going to do it, but then I, I, I talked to them about it, and they traded the cabin for that house and some money. So I, think. Did, 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 okay, I yeah, think it was another 50000 cash. That's good. And, uh, yeah, they weren't going to do it if I hadn't told them to do that. So that was a, that was a big financial advice I gave to my parents. But, uh, man, financial stuff has always come easy to me because it just seems like simple math, like setting Sim- up simple setting up the, like the, the, the infrastructure that I have now has been relatively simple. Oh, like, I wish I could get every person who's 21 to see see what I've done oh, and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. But you can't get people to listen. I, you can't. That's the hardest thing. But, you, but it's, you're, that's why but you're on the right track, you know, with buying buying infrastructure. Buying your first house in the right spot so that it's not a weight on you, so you're not constantly paying for it. Yeah. If you want later on, you, it can pay for itself. Flexibility, it's yeah. An, yeah. It's got, you've got, your first house has to be an asset. It has to have rental potential. If your first house doesn't have rental potential, my floors are killer now too because I did them. There you go, there you go. So it, it, your first house has to have rental potential, or it has yeah. to have flip potential. It has to have an easy spot where you can add 500 square feet yeah. and sell it in two years for fifty thousand dollars more, or yeah. you're wasting your time. If, if, if you do it right, yeah, it's a good place to park your money. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's the best place to park your money, yeah. um, in, in an asset. I still, I, I'm still wishing I should, I could have bought like a. Condo in like a high rise in like Shaughnessy Tower or whatever, like in Vancouver. I mean, it'd be like four hundred grand. Like, yeah, but then you own a condo, it's gonna explode in value. But then I was just thinking, like, what happens if there's randomly an earthquake or some freak event, and or the somebody lights the thing on fire? Yeah. You don't own that land. You own like a place above it. You exactly. own that place in the sky. Well, you'd have insurance, but I know. I would, but I'd be careful with Vancouver just because it's not here, so you wouldn't be able to manage it as easily. And like you said, because of earthquakes, I do think that there's gonna be an earthquake soon in Vancouver. Oh yeah, has to be. Mm-hmm. Has to be the big one, Juan de Fuca. Wanafuka. That's the Wanafuka place, and there's the Wanafuka Trail too. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that big uh, fault line there, like that big fault line has. Oh, that's the Wanafuka fault line. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah. So this, that's why I have him here because he, I I know about these fault lines, but I don't know what they're called. That's why I'm glad to have the Ryan's or uh, Nigel's my my technical guy, so that's why I have him here. Um. So we're gonna just kind of start off my list here. Um. While you look that up, I'll uh. So I've been doing yoga for quite a while. It's helped me a lot in my life. Like uh, some of the biggest issues I was having when I was younger was like, uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's the fault line, baby. I thought there was one more inland. Oh, there it is. It's inland right there, right where Vancouver is, right? Yeah, that's the San. Oh, this is the San Andreas one. That's the, one the San Andreas one. That's, that's, one, that's the one I, think, I meant. San that's Andreas fault. Like, rocked LA in like the 90s, I think. Okay. I think I, I yeah. Ah, um, oh, dang it! I lost my train. Oh, well, that's all right. Um been doing yoga for a while yeah and uh, yeah it helped it helped me out it helped me out a lot with my competitiveness um i i pushed i've had a life where i i i found competitiveness gave me a lot of success but it also hurt me at a certain point i've noticed that it also had negative effects and uh you always need to like measure yourself against something yes and then and then what it can do is it can alienate your people that are close to you like your friends or people that like like that and uh, yoga helped me out a lot with that because I don't know exactly what it does, but it's a form of it's a way that you can get out your competitive energy, where you take it out on yourself. 
Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, like and self-defeating. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So you're in there and you're competing against yourself, and you realize, and it, it almost humbles you by competing against yourself because you're in this hot room if you do hot yoga or whatever, and it shows you your limits. You can see your limits, and you don't need you don't need somebody else there. You don't need to humiliate somebody else in a competi- competition fashion to humble yourself. What, what, you're, what you're touching on it is mindfulness. Again, like from what I was talking about before, exactly. like you need to be able to master yourself first. Yes. And, like, and it's okay to have negative emotions, but yeah. figure out how to deal with them yes. constructively. You can't, yes. you know, fucking way. Like, sometimes you just need to face them. Like, that's, yeah. what, that's what a lot of people you like. Have to they face have these, your fears. These, like, psychedelic experiences. They have these, you know, maybe it's un- un- unconscious to them. They have these traumas, that these weights that they're holding, and then sometimes you just need to look at it and, yeah. like, show, show yeah. it to your face. Like, that's what mushrooms, like, all those things do. Like, they, do they, yeah. they force you to yeah. look at the things, like, hey, this is troubling you. Just look at it, yeah. and then, and then, yeah. Near the and, end then of the, and then it takes away its power. Yeah. Near the end of the mushroom trip, it, it makes you feel so weak and so vulnerable that it, it sometimes will expose certain things in your life, even if it's your job. Sometimes it, it'll make you sad because it'll show you that it's your job, or it'll show you that it's a person in your life that you think that you like um, that's actually causing more stress in your life than not stress. And sometimes you need to sometimes you need to remove that person or you need to get rid of that job or look at your life in a different way and realize that your time is more valuable and you're more valuable than sacrificing your time to whatever that thing may be mm-hmm. and that's what mushroom shows you it makes you weak but so the thing is for those people out there who don't want to do the psychedelics and don't want to do the drugs mindfulness you have yoga, to realize well things, mindfulness yeah. is the res, is the reward at the end but, so you, you don't want to talk about you, it too you early because it. you have you to suffer it. You can practice it, but you only learn it through suffering. You have to be, you have to be willing to see some ugliness about yourself. You have to be willing to suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a way to put it. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? And right. uh, I, yeah, I found that in yoga. So what have you found? So and I and I ultimately think that that is what's missing in a lot of people's lives, and what causes them to do a lot of misguided things like riot. So what do you think? So we were talking about solutions to the rioting and solutions to the social unrest right now. What do you do? Do you, you meditate and stuff like that? Do you do any of that um, kind of stuff? I do. I wouldn't say that. Like I do, like lots of introspection. I think. You know, like, like I, 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 as much as I like being out and social, I need alone time. You know, like sometimes even an entire day or two, or maybe just six hours a day. I just need to be alone with my thoughts. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. See that. So uh, yeah, like me- you can find meditation in anything really, just in your daily life. Like maybe when you're cooking. Some people yeah. when, when they yeah. cook a long meal or yeah things like that. Yeah, you can find meditation in your life anywhere. And I think if people saw it more as that, like, breathing exercises, the, a lot of times people who have, the this is a big time, thing. Man. The problem is time. If, if yeah. you're working your 40 hours, you come home, you eat, yeah. but like, I, 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 that lifestyle, I worked there for a while. Like, yeah, like, well, when, home, when you're at work, you go gym and then supper, and then it's yeah. 7, 8, 30. What do you have to do? Yeah. You have yeah. one or two hours to decompress and wake yeah. up, do it all again. Yeah. Fuck that life. That's a bullshit life. Exactly. That's why I quit. Yeah. It, it's tough because it's like, you have to come back to what it is that like makes you happy at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's like what and you have to ask yourself what causes all these people to have literal brain problems that makes them do cuz when somebody does something that's misguided, it's a brain problem. They're making a choice. So how can you fix their choices so that they don't make those misguided choices? I often think that the problem is it, it, is pers- simpler than people realize. Personal responsibility but people won't take personal responsibility if they don't feel comfortable. And a lot of times, it's like all you got to do is just breathing exercises. Well, let me tell you a story. Like this, I, I I'll, I'll save names in, in circumstances, but I have two friends. They're sisters. Um, one's older, one's younger. They're about two years apart. One got a good job and is working, uh, like at, I think at Sastel, doing you know some, something front facing. But they make like seventy k a year. They're married, have two kids, and they live a ha- happy life, right? And 
I'm not sure what her husband does, construction thing. And then her younger sister got knocked up at 17 by some 35-year-old criminal, like career criminal, got her addicted to meth, and she had her kids taken away because, uh, well, for, by social services. They had the exact same, like, upbringing, exact same household. Like, it, 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 all, it all comes down to the person. That, that's my anecdotal story, though. One of them is you know, doing a normal life, and they have the exact same circumstances. Yeah. Except two years in her, and she addicted to meth, had her kids taken away. Yeah, it's, she mixed with the wrong people, I guess, eh? But, but I mean, but then you have to ask, why was she attracted to those people? Why did she, why did she mix with those it, people? But, 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 and those were decisions that she made. That's the thing, like, at, at the very end of the day, like, you were put plunging that thing, that needle that into needle your arm. Your, so you're you made decision. that choice. Even if somebody else is doing it for you, you're making, say, the, like, you're making the choice to be there. Yeah, that's it. Like, but th- th- then there's a whole thing, like, hate the sin, not the sinner, but, like, you, you still, like, you can't do that there's a certain extent where you gotta you take this 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 comes back to what we were talking about 90 percent of people just need to be left the fuck alone and just you know yeah. like like from any government interference like people just want to be, be alive and do their own thing like just, yeah. just don't want to be fucked around with yeah most nobody people. likes to be told what to do like when you when you walk by like a beehive like yeah they're really cool like they're, they're you know they're good for pollinators good for us like they make honey they're good for them you don't walk by and kick it like yeah. you leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, because they'll yeah. fuck you up if you don't. Like, yeah, exactly. People just want to be left alone, and like yeah. you can admire it, but you know, yeah. Like. Well, that would be an argument that maybe against social services, though. See, the the thing though is sometimes it, it, education. Like I said, like I like you know, same thing. Yeah, broken home, broken family. I I had not the worst upbringing, but it was you know there obviously it was good and bad, but um, you know, like some little safety nets fucking saved me. Yeah. Like when we, I, all, like, we all need safety. When, when I look at the army now, like I don't, I don't see like you know, there's they're obviously painting in a bad way, especially in you know, the world's increasingly leaning more left it seems. But um, yeah, like what I see it is like a system that takes confused men that don't know what to do, or don't want any direction, just mash them all together, figure out how to make things work because there's like a rank structure you need to figure that out, and then you produce like you know, is, is capable it, people. Is, is it forced? Is is the army an example of forced meditation? Because like for men, it, it puts it, it puts them into you, the, you gotta it, go to it, some it, dark place to be able to like, do them, some of the shit. Like it just throws like, them into the competitive right. engine. Yeah. Here, okay, if you think you're a man, you want to be part of the army and the fighting yeah. team. Here's here's the engine, and it puts yeah. them in there, and it and it forces them to be humble. The the, the one problem though is that it does create like a culture, like kind of toxic masculinity. Like yeah, in a way, really, in a way, it does. The people yeah. at the top, the people who don't get beat enough, yeah. Yeah. people who yeah. don't get humbled. What, what's crazy though is like one thing that I've learned, like especially because like most of the like, special forces guys, like when you see them, they're like anywhere between like like I've seen something like five seven, five eight guys, and they're just tiny, rip. You can they can fucking run like a gazelle. And they're lift two hundred pounds over their head, and they're five foot seven, just jacked. And they're the most chill guys ever. You would never know they're special forces and have like, killed twenty people because they're just like they. Well, they found enlightenment. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it, it, it's like it's like calm. Like it's it's a weird thing to like, be able to being able to be calm. Like when the shit's going on, that's kind of what the army teaches you. That's certain things. Certain things stress me, but like certain things are just like that's stressful for you. Oh, sure. that sucks. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what it teaches. That's it's. Uh, yeah, I, that, I agree. Like I, the way that I would put it is that it's it's forced meditation, because meditation is what leads to you yeah. rising above that competitive urge. Oh, yeah. I, you, I've literally done like push-ups in the rain on rocks. And I was like, yeah. this is fucking terrible. This is the worst yeah. thing. But yeah, it shows now, it, like, it shows you your limits. You know, my they, they, hands are fine now. I like, yeah. tell me, I'm like, hey, yeah. I can do that. Yes, I didn't yeah. know I could before, but now I can. Yeah. yeah, but 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 it also shows you that there's a limit to how many of those push-ups you can do on those yeah. rocks yeah. And, and that's the, why there's once you know your limits there's always room for improvement once you know there's always room for improvement and yeah. once you understand that there's room for improvement everywhere yeah. that that actually go that alludes to uh, a fallacy or a bias what's uh, the knowing the knowing fallacy is that once you know stuff 
you think that everybody else must know it. I know. I ha- and, uh, I hate that. I have that problem. Yeah. I have that problem. Right? Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody does. It, you got to be conscious of it before you can beat it. Beat it. So um, so yeah. That's I guess that's the being present conversation, and I think what everybody could practice a little bit more in their life to try to not when they're making the decision as to whether they want to go to a riot or not. Just meditate. Just realize how good your own life is. Take a few deep breaths. Eat some good food, and you might realize you don't want to go to a riot. Well, I don't know if you saw, but like Black Lives Matter, they, they're getting a huge amount of donations right now, and they're politically affiliated. They're, all those money are getting donated to like Dems or whoever. Like that's, I can't. Like I, whatever next next job I get, if, if it's unionized, there, I found there's a clause that. They can't make you pay union dues. Like it's it's not legal, but you just agree to it to get certain benefits. But you're still entitled to those benefits, even if you don't <coughs> pay the union those dues. Which so what I was gonna do is, you can donate it to a charity of your choice. So I was gonna donate instead of you know the thirty bucks a month being taken off for union dues, I was just gonna donate it to uh, the the SPCA. Okay. You can do that. Still pay the same union dues. Okay, but yeah. I hear you. But there's obvious like societal norms that I'm gonna bring up here. Okay. So. What about your boss and your coworkers thinking that you're a dickhead? Doesn't matter what they think of me, as long as we can it come does, together. It does, though, because they control whether no, or say, not you, you keep I'll finish, your job. I'll finish my point. If we can come together on a project and kick ass on that project, then it doesn't, that's all that matters. Outcome is, about, is, is the be all and all. Yeah, like maybe we. What if, they're, what if the people that now dislike you because you're taking money from their union make a job go back? Because I'll tell you about, about an experience that I have had a job. So I've had, actually had a lot of issues with coworkers not seeing eye to eye. So. What if those coworkers that don't like you as much do things to make the project not go smooth? Oh, then it'll reflect in the work. And it's you know they What if they've been at the com- What if they've been at the company? There's a lot of what ifs. What but if, no, uh, these are I'm t- I'm giving you an exact example. What if okay. the, so? Then what if that employee has been at the company for 20 years, and their say matters more than you, even though that they've given you wrong information that screwed up a project? Uh, and they did it on purpose because they didn't like you. Sometimes you just gotta prove them wrong. You know, crush them with your confidence. But then what if Kick you get ass. fired because of it? At least you were fucking honest with yourself. I guess so. <laughs> you know that's mean? my point, though, is that you know, when, so, when, when you're at a job, about, when so you're at like, a job, you have to do what what your friends and and co- and coworkers do, or you're going to be yeah. a pariah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, and 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 you lose some options. You know, maybe you don't get in with the next promotion because. But if the, the, there's always there's something fundamentally flawed with that too, because if you can't get in with them in the first place, why would you want to be? Why would you want to like you, you know you, you can some people might you can tailor your ways of thinking you know to get get, get ahead in your career and all that kind of things but like most people that are like that that run into people it's because they want to be a leader. No, that's the problem. Maybe maybe you want to be a leader and you you didn't want to be undermined by having a shit some of a shit team so you left instead of them. Well, that's they're, they've been set in their ways for twenty years. Why would you want to try and fuck with that? They they don't want to change. Maybe they like, they don't know what they don't know and that's an issue because they, it's it's that the fucking like ivory tower thing where they've done things a certain way for so long they don't question it. I find that that happens a lot in the work environment for people. And I know I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but I find that that happens a lot in the work environment where it's like a, it's not bullying, but it's a form of that where mm. you have to conscribe to what everybody else is doing, the way that they're acting. Well, there's conform. Like, if you, if you don't conform, you're to never going to get anywhere if you is. don't learn how to like work as a team <clears> and things. There, there's definitely still enough, but I don't know, like you can't die on every hill, but maybe just yeah. pick a few that are near and dear to you. Like don't compromise yeah. your own ethics or, or your own, being who you are but like you get lots of stuff way more flexible but, there, you, you but this is a big rigid. challenge this is a, rigid, this is a big challenge that regular people face every day in their day to day jobs like people that aren't as lucky that have to do go to work every day and be around the same horrible people every day mm. 
they have to figure out how to deal with them. Well, and, and if you have a person that's fucking your career up, what can you do? And that's the source of a lot of people's stress. And they need that job to support their kids, to support their wife, who maybe they're also fighting with, and who's like, you're just a loser, you're going to lose that job. And then they got to fight to keep that job to convince their wife that they're not a loser. But at the job, they're convinced that they're a loser. I, I didn't start engineering until I was 24. There's, there's always a way to change your circumstances, always. And I came from no money and all these things. I came, like, my dad retired. He was making 22 bucks an hour when he retired. Like, that's nothing. You can't, he was a single dad in the 80s, which is unheard of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, like do, you th- do you think there's baby change rooms and guys' bathrooms in the 80s? Not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. There's, there's hardly any now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can always change your fucking circle. That's a bullshit yeah, excuse. I, 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 not everybody's saying, like, and, and I like that. And, and we do need, like, and, that, and that's where the safety net comes in because some people, maybe they just need, the, you know, to not fall through the cracks. Like, they need, like, a push in the right direction or just, just, that's why I, I, I'm pro UBI just because it gives people the chance to make mistakes and not ruin their entire fucking lives about it. You know, like, who, how many people would start a business if you couldn't have, like, a limited liability company? Nobody would. Because yeah. if, if you had to, like, if you t- took that business and failed and you'd ruin you for your whole life, nobody would start businesses. Nobody would take on that risk. Yeah. And that, so, but, like, we need to be able to do that with ourselves. And that's what the social safety net is. And that's what UBI can do. I, I was basically living on UBI. My, my dad's pension came to me when he passed. <coughs> so I'm making about two grand a month off that. And yeah. It's not much, but you can still live a decent lifestyle. Like, so yeah. I found like, a roommate. And it was fine. We got along as 500 a month. I had 1500 for other things to do all these things. I'm like, this is basically what UBI would do. And my life has improved immensely. My marks yeah. went from like 60s in engineering to like mid 80s and 90s and stuff. Yeah, but it's what because if, I have this like little safety net? It's only two grand. That's nothing. That's not served. But what if the government couldn't? Yeah, but it's, the, it's the, not the, the government yeah. couldn't afford, couldn't sustain that. So there, there, there's, there, there's, you, there's different ways of tweaking it. That the premise of UBI is that you defund, I guess, all the other services like you know, like welfare and all these other safety nets, and just give the people the money and let them do with it what they will, because they know how to spend the money better. And instead of Hiring people to show them how to spend money, you're like, you know, just, yeah, that's yeah. trial by fire. Like, some people are, aren't going to work. Yeah, that's true, but they weren't going to do anything anyways. What were they doing before? Nothing. But it's going to give some people the opportunities to create new and amazing technologies that we maybe would have never seen before. Yeah. That's why I'm so UBI pro UBI. Is a tough I'm one. so pro UBI. Yeah. I'm so, the, the problem is how do we finance it? And that's, yeah. the, you know, that, and that's a challenge. If we knew how to do it already, we would have done it. That, that, yeah. That's what we're working on. Yeah. But it serves like, like, so, I wish it would work. Yeah, like my, like, well, like, like, just, just having that like safety net because I was like, I joined the army because how the fuck else was I gonna pay bills? What other opportunities were afforded me in yeah. Regina, Saskatchewan? Yeah, uh, you work for a private company, but they don't give a fuck about you. They just want to yeah. extort you for your labor, and that's it. Exactly. They'll pay you the least amount they can for yeah. the most amount of work they can get out of you. Totally. Fuck. That's not a living. That's 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 like an indentured service. Yeah, but most people are living that life. I know, I know, and I'm saying like I lived that life, and yeah. it, it, I had to get, I, I got out. I most military, people don't know how to, yeah. yeah. Join the army. That's why I'd say if you don't know what to do, join the army. Yeah, or buy, or buy assets. For yeah. fuck's sakes. Yeah, there's that. Too. Well, how do you buy assets if you don't have anything? Don't have any money. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so do you think the globe's gonna warm up and just create chaos anyway, or do you think? So, do you think that how, how serious do you think global warming is now? Is as it being a tertiary problem to the fact that? We oh, can't even I, I'm, I'm glad it's front and center because it, it needs attention and we need top minds working on it. Um, it it's. Uh, uh, this is going to be really controversial, but it's some stuff's going to get some stuff's going to get worse, a lot worse. But the thing is, though, is I think I think of all the ice melts. I think exactly. I think of all the all all the ice melts, and yeah, it's going to be terrible. Like lots of marine life's going to die. You know, maybe there's you know, mass extinction events. But the thing is, yeah, and it's going to encroach on the water, like sea level rise and all that. 
I think the if all the ice melts, I think it's only like a meter or two. That, to me, that's an engineering problem. Yes. That's an engineering problem, not a society. Not a, not a government like, problem. No, no like gov- government is too slow and too fucking stupid. Yeah. We can't have them taking money from our ta- taxing people to try to do government incentives that will I agree with Syntox on like alcohol and, and all those things, but like in this instance, you're fucked with people's lives. You know what I mean? Like Instead of making their life more expensive, make the behavior you want, make that cheaper to do. And that's where you subsidize that, but then where do you get the money from that? But uh, well, it's just the problem is we people are too they they don't see far enough down the road. Like was it Norway or I think I think it's Norway. They have like a, their sovereign wealth fund. It has a trillion dollars in it. They have. Did you know Norway has the highest average IQ? Oh, probably yeah. Like I say, like they have they have it's some about three hundred thousand dollars for every single resident, but none of them. They're not just gonna cut cut them a fucking check or drop PST to zero like Alberta did. No, they invested in a fucking sovereign wealth fund and that thing's going to keep growing and keep growing and keep growing. Yeah. They're going to easily be able to pay for UBI yeah. and pensions and all these services because, hey, like, like, and that's the... But then, but then you start creating country inequalities, like nationalistic inequalities. Yeah. Well, there's no... Why didn't Alberta do it? <laughs> because there's a political thing. There's, I'm convinced that, like, what, what does Trudeau... And not just criticizing Trudeau, I don't, I dislike Trudeau as much as I dislike Andrew Scheer, but why, none of those people represent me, why are they making decisions for me? Why don't we have a referendum every year and just be like, hey, what do you think about guns this year? No, we can just leave that. Why don't you just leave, make most of the choices by the people? We're all educated, we live in this information age, we have all of humanity at our fingertips. Australia has forced voting. You can get fined if you don't vote. Yeah, Australia doesn't fuck, they do a lot of things amazingly. And, and but, 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 they, but they banned guns just like we're doing. Yeah, but that, that was their government. Like, maybe that's it's a different culture there. You know, we, we Canada's like the fourth highest gun ownership rate, and, and we have like some. They, they have a out. large rural. Australia has a large rural desert it's area tool, where they do hunting, just yeah. like we do hunting. Yeah. yeah. So. so uh, fuck, what was that? Because they're just banned the guns. Because you have to realize, I, I hear all not because I hear you because yeah. I want to say this because this is one of my main talking points. Because you are actually because uh, you're critiquing, let's say Trudeau. <clears throat> I I'm actually I take a stance where I don't critique. The leader so let's say trump because i'm not i'm mm. not anti-trump but i'm not pro-trump because i just see trump as the figurehead he's the leader that was my the, the point. role That's of their, the, point the role of their at. position is to deflect insult uh, critique and insult to make sure they don't die so essentially security services and just to be a public speaker that's what trudeau is so to because but, but so but what you're doing though is uh, it seems saying, like I'm, a straw man. What I was saying is, why do we need that? Per- if, if all the decisions are made by committee, every why do we need like a we front need a, man? We need like, a figurehead. Uh, we, why does the sports team have a logo? We need they're the logo. No, but like, why not? Like the finance minister can tell us the financial stuff. But they you know, do, though. I, the, but they do though. They do though. They, they, they do. So, so why do we even? If if every decision by a twelve-person committee or whatever, like, yeah, why do we even need is. a front man anyways? He's the mascot. He needs to be there. Yes, maybe if you. That, so maybe I just maybe I'm just challenging the system. I, this I, is maybe one of the I think big we're, debates. We're like, I think we're having so, I think we don't need it. so many debates about this. Yeah. You, sorry, you think we don't need it? I don't think. But, like, but then it, that becomes socialism without a leader. No, say, that's but, socialism. But, but my point, like, like, there needs to be a democratic leader that, like, you have to realize that, that that's just the person that the people voted to be the sign. Like I guess Gerald Ford. Like, do you know that? Like Gerald Ford was a TV actor. Well, I know that I understand that Trump was that too in reality TV, which is more popular in our day and age than it was in the seventies. But it's the same thing repeated, just like how COVID is a repeat of SARS, and SARS was a repeat of MERS. 
Like, I, you, you need to trust your people. Like, the reason why I brought up Australia... So, uh, that's, but that's why I never critique the, the leader. Because he puts... They're making a bigger sacrifice than you or I could ever make. Oh, I wouldn't want my life to be ripped apart every fucking shred. Yeah, right. So why why even attack him? Let's just focus on. It's it's almost like a, it's almost like a fallacy in itself because we yes. demand perfection from these people, but nobody's yes. perfect, and then we yes. criticize them when they fuck up. Well, of course yes. they fuck up. Precisely, yeah. precisely. Like, the reason I just want to finish it. The reason yep, why I brought yep. up the Australian model though is because yep. they have the force forwarding thing and. And it doesn't work counterintuitive. What? What? They have forced voting, like I said. Forced voting, yeah. yeah. And everybody think, oh, well, that'll just get a bunch of dumb people voting. You'd think that, but that's just, you know, that's just like a like pessimistic view on, on life. What actually happens is, is I don't know, I just can't speak for everybody, but they just go and spend a day or two and educate themselves, or maybe just look at the fucking TLDR of their each person's platform and then educate themselves quick and then vote. You use a lot Who cares of that? You that? use a lot of acronyms. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Reddit, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, um, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I do it, know it what you mean. Actually full, and that's I do know what you the mean. The power to the people. Yeah, but but okay. Of course, so I love let, it. let me let me connect this. To, so I hear everything you're saying. Um, so, but then though, to play it into what I'm talking about, to do with the, what the actual role of the president or the prime minister is. So the more people that are voting, that's great. So, but and I, and I think that's good because then they won't complain so much. If they if they're forced to vote, then they oh, can't yeah, be like, yeah. oh, I didn't vote for that guy. But it also plays into the. I feel like it's a it's a fundamental misunderstanding of democracy to think that that guy actually does something. He is a tool in the entire system. In the same way that if you were like to look at a motor in a car and be like, "Hey, why isn't the crankshaft turning on my air conditioning?" You know, it's like you can't look to Trudeau, to Trudeau for certain things. He is the mascot. Trump is the yeah, mascot. I, I guess I haven't thought of that. So yeah. I know you haven't thought of it that way. I hadn't either because I've had, oh, I like I've had I like that. so many debates about this shit already where the point is because there's all these people that are, that are out there critiquing the president trying to make him out to be the finance minister where he necessarily isn't. Cause, and he isn't even making those decisions. The finance minister is. His job is to protect the, the finance minister from having people showing up at his front door throwing rocks. You know what I'm saying? That's actually, in my opinion, if I'm if we're going to just sit here and try to figure out what the actual role is of the prime minister, of the president, of Trump, of Trudeau, it's they're they're a mythical figure that can't be attacked. I guess they, I guess they're supposed to like do like negotiations for us on like the grand stage. I yeah, guess. they're 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 you grandiose. See, Security Council, see, did you see that? No. Uh, it was like last week. Like it was between us, Ireland, and one other country. Yeah, there there was like a temporary seat on the UN Security Council or something like that. And Trudeau has been gunning for it since fucking going to politics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't, didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, I, think it went to, I think it went to Ireland, I think. That's or, 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 yeah, There's two seats in yeah. Ireland and maybe Norway or yeah, something. That's so I was like, good, fuck him. <laughs> Piece of shit, obviously he's in it for his own motives. Yeah. But then, but then, we're, then we're critiquing this. We're, we're critiquing him. And you have to yeah, realize that you just said, yeah. the, the type of person that would even want to be the prime minister would obviously be a weird person. It would be somebody who was... Wouldn't model, you, it'd be like model UN people. Wouldn't you know it? Somebody who was the son of a previous prime minister. It always blows my mind that it always seems to be like... I'm not saying oh like the one percent or the, the, the Rothschild family don't think, but it, it's I just find it interesting though. It's always political dynasties: Bush, Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Trump, or uh, Trudeau, Trudeau. Like yeah. why, is that, why is that a thing? It's because they're yeah they're doing, and I don't know why. I'm not like, gonna, they're, they're not playing gonna... on the grand stage yeah. with us. Yeah, like, we're their tools. We're their pawns. Yeah. Yeah. They get us to, like Trudeau fucking taking a knee when there's twenty thousand people. Oh, but it's okay because yeah. there's no COVID really. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? Yeah, like. Yeah. Rules for thee, not for me. Like the hypocrisy is. Yeah. But see, my so, mind. well, you can feel. I guess you can look at it in two different ways, because you can feel like you're their pawn, like what you said. Or, but in a way though, they're our pawn, 
because we're not at risk. Well, we sit here and nobody nobody is coming after us. But if I was Trudeau, people get too heated in, in politics. Like, dude, we need to step back. Well, life's so good. There's nothing else to really focus on. Yeah, and the media life just, is so good. What else is, does media do if they just? Yeah, that alludes to what we were talking about before with the low hanging fruits already been taken care of. We need to focus on the like, multifaceted like, problem. Like even like Channel Seven, like at Channel Seven Access. What do they do when there's nothing going on? It was like Saskatchewan Legislative Assembly. Yeah. This life is so boring. So what? Well, we have to put something on. Yeah. People need something to consume. Yeah. But you, but yeah yeah but do you see what I'm saying to do with the leaders though and that's why I, I I do see your point yeah that's why I, I, I don't I, that's why I, I don't mean, critique I agree them with you. I, but, I, I agree with you yeah, but but we're point. having such a mass problem I, I know that everybody did the same thing with Bush everybody did the same thing with they they attacked presidents what did you think of Obama uh he's fine he was a good he did he did I think he did a good job he did his job he did his job I wasn't really involved in politics, he was a good he was a good what person. I saw, yeah. yeah. He was a good public speaker. He kept everybody quiet. He had he was articulate. Though, and like, he was articulate. He had it. He, he had it easier than other people, though. It's like if a he white inherited the biggest recession ever heard of. Like within no, no, but, that, but that's not what I mean. Though. It didn't matter because he was different. Okay, hmm. because it wasn't his job to fix that. No, I know he, he inherited Bush's approach. So, um, he was just imagine if if a white of an Irish guy. Which is primarily what is America made up of? Like they're just settlers there, so they're primarily Irish. Oh, United probably Kingdom, just European, you know, European yeah. people, Polish, Ukrainian. So imagine if a that. European person was to go to the Congo, where recently they had, where recently they had a, like a fight. So in their Congress, they literally had people throwing around chairs and shit. <laughs> I love it. What if there was a Irish dude who was like, okay, guys. I'm, you know, and he was to win their vote because they are a democracy. I'm glad this isn't on video. Their democracy, and 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 let's say an Irish guy was to get voted in as their president. Do you? Okay, well, I know, and I know this is a flip on its head because I don't think that they would treat him in the same way that we treated Obama. But it just wouldn't work. First of all, he wouldn't win the vote. But if he did win the vote, people would be would be he is a token. At that point, he's a token. Look at this white president. Yeah. And in the same way that I'm not saying that the, like I am though. That's what Obama was. That was why it was easier for him than Bush. And he was a good speaker. And yeah, he was a good speaker. But and his and the person that he ran against was a crazy Mormon. What's he, what's he that guy's name that he ran against? Uh, uh, um, Mueller. What, what's that? What's that Mormon that he ran against? Do you know his name? It goes to show who who really matters. Yeah. <laughs> His name. His name was written by the victors. Yeah. His name will. Yeah. His um, name will come to me. Uh, no, but like the thing with like it's it's fine that you know you could say diversity hire if you want, but he he yeah. had, he had the accolades, man. He yeah. went to Harvard Law. Yeah. <laughs> and he you know, he was a fucking badass. But, but dude, but 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 Obamacare. I mean, so all the things that he did, like, doesn't that show you? It shows you how that the initiative is that the president, like, it's he's just he does from, nothing. From, from what I heard about Obamacare, he, it was. If I wanted it, if, if I wrote it perfectly and it got exactly everything I wanted for Obamacare, it would have never passed the House. So I had to have it weakened. I had to put it in there with weakened with the hopes of like changing it later when more people are on our side. But that's the only way I could get Obamacare in. And you're speaking from the perspective of Obama. I think I, I think that's what he, was, what, he, what he said about it. Yes, but... but, but and the, and the but problem the is insurance that, companies got hold of it and the companies don't want No, the problem is yeah. this. The problem is that any given president is only there for four to eight years. Yeah. And when he's president... He only has 50%, if he's lucky, of the support of the people. Mm-hmm. So he can't actually do anything. It's the shadow government. It's the people, all the smaller people, the ministers, the people who are the mayors and the oh, um, yeah. 
did they call them in states the governors right. of their areas those are the people that that's exactly why trump is being shut down right now because all the local governments have had enough i think because this is what i think let me tell you another thing. Just a, little, a little bit more about trump hmm. um we know that he won by by the by the electoral vote mm-hmm. because that because his voters were more spread even though hillary had more numerous votes well, same thing with sheer sheer had more votes but he didn't win former governor yeah and and is that I th- well no, hold on that doesn't make sense i guess for my part of my attack it's just that but i do find that the first attack they nobody wants trump in and it's like they tried to take him out i, I, I fundamentally disagree they tried to take there's a huge demand for it, that want him in yeah well they, well let me just say this like they tried to, first they tried to take him out let's say the democrats let's say tried to take him out at the federal level with like conspiracy type things oh you're colluding with russia and all those types of things <laughs> for two years they pushed that narrative. yeah and then and then that kind of failed and, and it's it almost fake. like and it was almost like it was fake it was almost like then they leaned on the local governments and they were like hey guys we failed up at our highfalutin level can you now just make up something that nobody can refute like let's say a biological disease that nobody can see and then <laughs> and then enforce all these local laws my that, friend got it by the way and yeah, but I bet he's alive. Yeah. And then enforce yeah. all these local laws that that nobody can thoughtfully refute unless they're a virologist. Because we don't have enough virologists. Yeah. So We have the school of toxicology. So is, is that not where we are? Like, I feel like that's where we are. I know I said a lot there. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it seems like the next prong of attack on the truth. I just wonder what will happen. Final thought. I just wonder what will happen after this election. January 1st, 2021. I, I don't know. It's January 1st, 2021. What is going to be the news's perspective on the flu? Well, it, sorry, if Trump gets reelected, they'll be saying, "Oh, second coming of COVID." If Trump doesn't get reelected, they'll be saying, I never thought, "Yeah, you know, they, they, those stories are being written right now." I yeah. can tell you right now, they already have a an, an agenda to push to keep you tuned so they can play election or not. I guess election will be over. Yeah, media budgets will ramp down. Who knows what they'll push? Yeah, some equality of look how yeah. bad the world is. So, have you seen the? So, have you seen the George Floyd video? I saw bits and pieces of it. I saw bits and pieces of it. So you didn't watch the whole uh, eight-minute video? I saw that. I saw a fucking shithead cop, which was white, kneeling on an unarmed person, and he yes. killed him. I saw that. Like, oh, like, like, okay. from from the military, like I said, like it was just bred into you. Like, do you know you're all green? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no skin. You're, this is, this you're is my green. job. You're all wearing the Queens greens. You're yeah. all green skin. That's, yep. that's yeah. Like, I, I, I saw know, I saw a shithead cop killing a guy. Do you know that's who, what I saw? Yeah, for sure. I didn't on a situation. Media pushed rage. Yeah. Do you know Do you know who Candace Owens is? Oh, I think I saw her. That she's uh, somebody sent me a video of her. I, she's like a she's black conservative, she's a political right? activist. Yeah, black conservative, yeah. which is rare. Um, yeah. I, I saw. I think I saw her one of her points. Yeah. She's okay. Like, have you heard the stat? Shit. Have you heard the stat that in 2019, so well, so basically 2020, but they're just tallying the stats now. So in the most recent year, 2019, there was 20 men, 19 men, killed by police, okay. and there was eight African American men killed by police so this is the stat that was being pushed by candace owens that that more men get killed by police white men than black men so that was what she was saying but then so then the george floyd thing happens and it was on it was on a high quality video and we all got to see a a dude get strangled by the police um and then there's all the backstory that okay and then they also talk about this they talk about how the 19 white men who were killed by police 
they weren't career criminals. They were just regular guys. Mm. I've seen videos of, there was one where it was a mentally handicapped they're, autistic they're, they're guy. way too trigger happy. Mentally handicapped autistic guy education. who got strangled in the same way by the knee while being, you know, while being restrained by three police. That's what they do. That's their, that's their protocol to use minimum force to restrain a dude who will not stop fighting. Okay, so there's that. So the more white people have been killed, so there's that. There's videos of, pe of white dudes getting killed in the same way that George Floyd got killed in the same year which shows that it was just a political chess piece. And then, and then there is, um, so uh, what was the last part? So, uh, let's, I forget the last part. So what do we think about George Floyd, I guess is the last so, like, part. The, the, there's a lot to unpack, but like, I guess the way I see things is I, I I don't see like a race war that's happening in the U.S. I, it, what's actually happening is it's 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 rich versus poor. The rich are trying yeah. to hoard their power, and, and, the, poor, and, and the poor happen to be African American. Unfortunately, yeah, because of past racism. Yes, because of past racism, they've been trapped into the lower rung yes, of socioeconomic yes, ladder. Yes, yes, Instead, yes. like I know what it's yeah. like because I've fucking been there. Yeah. I was fucking there. I didn't realize my, my dad, when we had friends or family over, he would go to the garbage, get food, and, or get food containers from the garbage, put them back in the fridge, so it didn't look look like we needed anything. That's think about that. For, I didn't find out about that until after he died. That's fucked up. But, that's, but that's your dad that's doing it. the best he can. It's, 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 and, and many the, people the, say though that the problem. It, the, the, many people. Everything is stacked so hard against yeah. you. If you're if you're but poor, people it's, say it's that, the, the, that the systemic problem with the African American comes people from the family unit. That that effort that your dad people made. Can't even, people can't even define that effort that your dad made to to make his friends think that he wasn't poor. They, they, people say that African Americans don't make the same effort. That's why that. That's why they they grew up with the, with no self confidence. I don't know if you can paint. And then I was gonna say, make, and I, I wouldn't. I maybe, wouldn't. Maybe but I'm just saying. I'm using it. I'm being devil's models. advocate. Maybe it's just role models. It's role models. If, if you if you're that's the thing. Like the reason why it took me so long to get into engineering. And now I'm trying, gonna try to do medicine in my thirties. That's fucking crazy. But like I say, like, um, like there's like that. I can't remember that. It's like the hierarchy of needs. You know, like once you have like shelter and like yeah. security and all this. The top one is self actualization. Like yeah. it, it, I didn't know. And that's I, and that's what employment is. I, I didn't know what a, I didn't know what an engineer did. I just kind of yeah. like, oh, I guess I'll just try. Like, if yeah. had I known it was, yeah. I would. You don't. You're not even thinking about. And this is what, like, this is the problem. This is the primary problem faced with the African American. Poor. It's always been rich yep. versus poor. It's never been about race. And it's just easy for media to take that race thing and outrage. And then while you're all outraged, out, out protesting Black Lives Matter, you're not looking at how much fucking money just switch hands. Six trillion dollar bailout. Yep. And that's and this is the primary problem facing the African American. Is yeah yeah. Some people are shithead racists, but we all fucking love each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all, like, when you boil it down, we're all people, we all love each other. We all just want to do our own fucking thing. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's fucking people showing you where to be outraged. And maybe it's yeah. just people looking for an outlet because they're unhappy with their lives because they've never taken ownership or leadership over their own lives. They're looking for something to be mad about because they're unhappy with themselves and where they're in their circumstances. Oh, I gotta protest something. I gotta be on a team. It's yeah. different type of tribalism. Yeah, it's tribalism. Yeah, we're we're all ruled by tribalism for sure. The only thing that brings us above tribalism, I feel, is meditation. Mindfulness. Yeah. Mindfulness absolutely. and meditation. Absolutely. That's what that's what creates the individual. That's what mind mindfulness and meditation is what creates leaders. Mindfulness lets you see through the bullshit that you've kind of like built up around yourself and see yeah. focus on what really matters yeah what is going to make you happy how do you get that that's what yeah. my, that's the core of mindfulness is that's what, what sure. enlightenment is yeah. yeah so a little bit more about george floyd would be um in compare like and this i remembered what i was going to say in comparison to the the other crimes that i was uh, that i was comparing to his death was and then you can also add the part that like do you know that during his death he was on fentanyl so that I, I saw he also had COVID, so he was like, it affects your respiratory system. So he probably had like 
yeah. vegan respiratory system. So that's, like I that. mean, so he wouldn't, so, but, what, so who can say with he would have been suffocated with? Uh, that's, Fuck, man. That's not my place to comment. Like the, it isn't. It isn't the, either the, of our place to comment. Is. But that's precisely why it's being used as a political tool because it's not anybody's place to comment. Uh, thing, you, you, you can't like look at somebody's rap sheet and use that to define them in this moment. That's such a bullshit thing. That, it's, okay. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a little logical fallacy. I think it's like ad hominem where you're attacking, yeah, 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 yeah. attacking the person exactly. instead of attacking exactly. what they're saying. Yes. Hey, that's a good point, but I don't like, I don't want to like, I don't want to concede it, this point. It is an ad hominem, but you have to realize that that ad hominem was what led to him being on the concrete while he had just used while he had just used a a, a fake bill at a store and then he got arrested and he was dealing fentanyl to so, people so, in the so, area so from that what i can gather is is he has a substance abuse problem which yeah. could be fixed by if you just defund the police and you know have more social workers or just social systems to help people that need help and want help some people won't want help you can't save everybody yeah but you can't yeah. save him because he was a violent person maybe he just needs counseling like how, how, have you ever but how can you expect to a counselor ever in your life no, no I it's haven't. fucking it's 150 200 bucks an hour yeah so how can he I afford only, that i only went one time and it was just because the city of saskatoon had uh the city of saskatoon said like oh like if you're with grievance counselors because you, your dad died while i was working while i was working there like i said oh, i'll never go there before but it was just nice just to talk to somebody and you know they're fucking educated like they know like they, but then what if feel, yeah. but then but listen they, to they this they can call you on your shit they can help but there's situations where like let's say in the drawer let's let's assume this let's assume this because all we can do is assume this because he was killed by obviously the police which are people who are meant to suppress violence they're they they're stop stop their primary goal is to stop violence so we can only assume that if he was put in a room with a social worker that what the problem would have been was that when they raise his issues when they start to talk about hey why are you drug dealing to support your children why why are you causing grief with your wife by continuing this lifestyle he would get violent and cause problems with the therapy worker this would have been the crux of the problem that you're describing with the solution that you're proposing. So what what can we do about that with violent folks? So, like, there's there's no solution. There's there's no people are just being too rigid. There's there's always a solution to everything. Maybe like yeah. maybe, maybe he just needs counseling. Great. From, maybe he just needs counseling with a friend. I love to hear that optimism maybe by he the way, folks. That's precisely why Nigel's here, by the way, is because of that optimism right there. There there there's, has to be somebody somewhere he'll listen to. Maybe he gets his from the meter maybe he has a friend or maybe a counselor maybe so there a needs party. to be so and so in that in that social system whatever whatever how did that guy get to be so alone that he can't talk to anybody there could have been let's say if, why can't he talk to anybody yeah, like, let's say to talk let's to say you? the hiring agent let me what just let me, let me paint a specific scenario the hiring agent for the social workers where he's from if they had been more inclined and let's say they had hired a, a person similar to him a, a, po a post convict out of jail black guy guy male or female yeah. who could have met with him and understood his explosive personality and so so then what is it it's a hiring issue at the social services level well it, it's a funding issue god damn it we, i gotta piss again yeah. god damn it dude no. let me out go on a riff we're and funding I, the wrong thing go on a riff i gotta piss i'm gonna see if we can keep this going if we have to stop it here we have to stop it here well, right, I, I think i gotta go honestly okay, i'll be right back i still have to drive for you okay stop you can stop stop Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, 
where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.